Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Miguel Sanchez World Show. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why and how you should be building an AI startup in 2023. Because this is like such a game-changing time of the of our lives when it comes to technology that I do think everyone has an opportunity to use this technology to build something, right? To build a, a business of the future instead of just watching others do it. So as I'm doing it, I'm thinking, you know what? This could be good information for other people that may want to do it. Um, so basically, if you don't know, I've been starting, I've been creating an AI um, that based on helping people retire, um, you know, and the idea of that came from, again, seeing situations in my life and then saying, what if I could use technology to help people like that? Like my dad, my dad was the person retiring. He had a, he had a very good possibility and, and situation with his retirement. But I did realize as I was doing that, most people are not going to have it as good as him. And that was an opportunity. You know? And I said, you know what? I bet you most, even people that are doing well, don't have a good retirement plan. And then I said, definitely poor people don't have one at all. So if I can help both those audiences using AI, that would be amazing, right? And that can help a lot of people. It can make a lot of money and, you know, do do well and do well, right? Um, do good and do well. That's, that's, the, that's the phrase. So as I'm doing that, I said, you know what? Let me break down how this is working and how if you wanted to do it, you can do it too. So before I get there, Tomorrow is my birthday. I'm turning 21 years old. No, um, I'm actually turning 44 years old, which is pretty crazy. What's up? Hey, Stone, what's up? You're gonna get an email soon, Stone. Um, so basically, I'm turning 20, I'm turning 44 tomorrow, and for my birthday, I'm giving you a gift. <laughs> I'm giving you 44% off my pre-sale of my course if you're interested. Um, until the course is launched, I'm giving 44% off if you use the code MSW44. So if you go to retireyourbills.com and use the, 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 once you go through the process, use the coupon code MSW44, you get 44% off of the course and the community basically for three months. So <clears throat> as I build that and I set all that up. I'm basically in that course showing people how to do what the AI will do. Why? Because I don't believe that what I'm building should be hidden from people. Even though I'm making the course, I teach a lot of it live. What, what I'm really doing for the course is I'm putting everything in one spot and I'm helping people one-on-one. -on -one. Like I'm getting on a phone call with people to set up their, their banks and show them how they can start retiring their bills. Right? So even with the course, it's more of a one-on-one. -on -one. I want to make sure I, I help people do it. And it's not cost-effective at all. Me getting on a call with as many people that sign up, it does not make me money. It's more about how do I can see the problems. So as I build this app, I'm seeing, okay, when a person did that, they had this issue. I need to make sure that this bot, this process doesn't do that. So again, as I get deeper into how you build an AI startup in 2023, you'll, you'll, you'll get the, the breakdown, but these are kind of like my sponsors who are mostly my companies. Um, to, on Sunday, I've also became a, a partner in dot hip hop partners. And what that is, is we invested in a TLD. What a TLD is, is a domain name. So if you know what a domain name, thanks. Have a really, thank you. Um, if you know what a domain name is, when you go to retireyourbills.com, that .com, you went to an address on the internet because the .com, I bought the URL retireyourbills.com and you land on my website where you get this information. If you go to yahoo.com, google.com, Businesses need an online address, and what those usually are done by are domain names. So I was able to invest in the domain name dot hip hop. So most people do not know this, but you can have whatever your name is dot hip hop, whatever your business is dot hip hop. And I know not everybody is uh has a hip hop business or has a hip hop um culture connection, but for the people that do, 
you're going to want to own your dot hip hop, right? So for instance, um, if you're a rapper, if you're a, um, a business that does target the hip hop community, we have people that are buying dot hip hop names. So I've become a partner. And on Sunday, we are having our first event um, at the Bronx public. You have information and contact. You'll have a bunch of uh, videos and stuff like that coming out about that. Um, but yeah, so basically this Sunday we're doing that. And then, so I just kicked my, my video. Um, and then, of course, my, 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 my nonprofit, MetaBronx, is also about to launch its startup cohort for 2023. So look out for that. If you are a startup founder and you're looking to figure out how to raise money, uh, we go through a process where we interview startups and then we work with them and we've helped companies raise over $10 million so far. So we're going to keep that going this year. And of course, helping us keep that going. We work with kids all year round that get to watch and help us um, accelerate these startups. So if you go to metabronx.com and donate a few bucks, that helps our program go, grow and go. Um, so now I'll get to the, the, the meat of the episode. Basically, while I'm creating this AI startup, I see a lot of things and I think, all right, a, a person that may not be as uh, technical may look at this AI world and this AI revolution and think, this is probably above my, you know, capabilities, right? So, so basically, I, I've been thinking, how can I make sure people understand? People can do this. I am uniquely... <laughs> qualified to build what I'm building, but everybody's uniquely qualified to build something. I believe that. I believe everybody has seen a problem that not a lot of other people have seen. And if you could figure out how to bring technology to that problem, I think you could help people and make a lot of money. So in my case, I was looking at um, the retirement industry and I was watching how my dad pretty much was was not told a lot of information when it was his time to retire and right before he was about to retire he had all these these accounts and things to to help him but nobody really taught him or told him what to do and how to look at it and how to plan for it right and and that was pretty crazy but again luckily my dad did all the right things he had a good job he worked in a union um you know, he had a good salary. He, you know, he had a house that was, um, paid off by the time he retired, which when I looked at all those things, I was like, most Americans are not going to have any of that. Right. Like if you look at social security, they're already saying, we're not going to have that. Like, we're not going to have all of it. At least when, when people my age and younger retire, social security might not be there. So my dad has social security. So I saw that. And I'm like, oh, wow. All right. And it's not even that much when you, when you look at it for the amount of time my dad works, he was a kid and the amount of a, a, a month that they give him, I'm like, who could live off that? Nobody could live off that. But luckily he had a pension. He worked for a union for many years. He was in the carpenters union in New York city, which is one of the highest paid unions. So they had a pension for him again. How many people work in unions that get a pension? Not many. And if anything, the country is starting to now like start to stop unions. Like, like you know, you saw the, the news of Amazon. People were trying to unionize in Amazon and they shut that down. So most people are not going to have union pensions, right? And then, you know, a paid off home. Like most people don't own homes in America or around the world. Most, most people are middle to lower class. And that means most of those people probably don't own the home they live in, they rent. So what happens when you retire, right? And when I saw my dad is the amount he had to live off of, of course, because he had this good job. As soon as he didn't have that good job and he had to rely only on his retirement savings, the number dropped tremendously. And I saw that and I said, wow, if my dad with all of that, his number dropped tremendously. Imagine what a regular person that doesn't have all the things my dad has probably won't have social security will have. So I said, all right, 
that's pretty crazy. At the same time, of course, I was dealing with crypto and decentralized finance and I was teaching people, I was coaching people on how to use this. So I started to, to try to figure out, okay, what if, what if I can use all this new technology that literally never was available to solve some of these problems? And of course, AI had been a thing I've been talking about for years. And when you think about AI, a lot of people, I come from a creative background. I was an artist first. I, uh, you know, stole my man on the, on the ones and twos. Uh, he went with me, we went to art and design high school in, in, uh, the nineties. And I remember being taught Photoshop and my teachers being regular artists that never had Photoshop. They had to draw everything and paint everything. And we, as young bucks were able to use Photoshop and literally skip over so much of the skill set that our teachers had to have. And we were able to springboard off of that and create careers. Like we all, a lot of us went on to work in great places because we learned Photoshop so early, right? And Photoshop was this like artist killer app, right? Like people were very, the same way people are about this AI stuff. People were worried about how Photoshop is going to impact artists. And it did. It really did. Um, I remember at one point I was hiring a designer for a project. This is, this is a pretty sad story. And somebody came in from my high school and one of my partners was, um, one of my partners told me, Hey, this person went to art and design around the same time you did. You should interview them. So I came in and I, I saw the person and I, they looked familiar. Um, but I didn't really fully remember them. My school was huge. So when I spoke to the person, they only were still illustrators. So we couldn't hire them. And I felt really bad because I was like, wow, you went to school with me. You, you could have learned Photoshop with us, but you decided to only stay with illustration. And now you're looking for a job. And I, I'm, I don't believe you're going to be able to get a job with that skill set. You're going to have to learn design. So I gave him some, some feedback, like, look, your illustration work is, is amazing. I, I always thought you, you know, if you got into our school, you were good at drawing, but Drawing is not enough. So now when I see this AI stuff come along, whatever your skill set is, it can be amplified by AI. And if you're not doing that and learning it now, other people are. And when you come along and you need to compete for whatever work, eyeballs for your project, whatever it is, the people using the AI, they're just going to outperform you if you're not using it, right? So that's where I see, I see, I see like I was lucky enough to see that history. And now I see it again. And I'm saying, all right, no matter what industry you're in, try to figure out how AI can help you amplify what you're doing. And, and a lot of people had a lot of people for a long time thought creativity was not going to be AI could never do creative. They always said creativity would be the last thing AI will be able to do. But I was seeing that that's wrong. And I made a, I did a speech years ago in San Diego, where I literally was a creative audience. I said, you know what? I'm going to show you that AI is already taking your jobs. And this was years ago before all of this crazy stuff. And I showed them literally app by app. Okay. Oh, you're a designer here. Oh, you're a creative director here. Oh, you're a video video editor here. You know, it, or, or whatever you are, there's already AIs being built to take your job. That was years ago. Now the public is starting to see it. But again, I always said it's really beneficial if you use it. It can amplify your abilities. But yes, it is going to eliminate jobs. No doubt about it. There's going to be less jobs for people. It's just the truth. So if you are not one of the people that, <laughs> that know how to wield this new tool that we've created, humans have created, you know, that this is how the human race has grown, right? Like we use tools, the, the, the other animals that didn't, didn't survive. Right. So this is the biggest tool we have as humans have ever created. So for me, I think we all need to figure out not only how to use it just to do your current job, but how to solve problems. So for me, when I saw my dad's retirement and I said, all right, this is a problem for most people, not really a problem for my dad, it's a problem for all of us. Anybody under the age of my dad, I think needs to really look at their retirement plan and understand that there's a few things that I see happening. One, because of AI, we're going to start living longer already. 
there's there's people that are doing stuff in labs that are growing the the amount of time people can live. And and yes, that's not out yet. But imagine when they sick AI on those problems. Already they, there's there's in labs and there's a there's a podcast I've been listening to called Lifespan. The 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 scientist is showing they can, he can make people live 10 to 30 years longer right now based on changing your diet, um, eating less and eating less often. Those three things, if you did those three things, you could probably live 10 to 30 years longer. And he's proven it in mice. And of course, mice is not a person, but that's how this all works. They test it on animals first. If it works on them, then they'll eventually bring it to us. So I'm watching that and I'm like, holy shit, we're going to live longer. Already, there's not a lot of retirement. If my parents live 30 years longer than they were supposed to, they're going to probably run out of money though, based on the previous retirement plan. The retirement strategy did not expect people to live 30 years after they retired, let alone 40, 50 years after they retire. So our current structure is not built for our future, right? So I said, all right, how can AI help that? So I started just thinking through situations. So what I started to see was I was in decentralized finance every day working in it. And I said, all right, a lot of this process could be automated, right? So if I can figure out how people can use decentralized finance to retire, I can automate the process because most people don't want to do it or you have to pay someone to do it and they charge a lot of money, which people don't have, especially poor people. Even when you retire, I just, I just watched something that was saying, when you retire, you should hire a retirement planner. And I'm like, but that's when people have no money. What? What are they going to do? I mean, unless you have done really, really well, you more than likely, if you don't have any kind of income, are going to run out of money in 20, 30 years. They're like how many people have 20, 30 years of their bills in their retirement plan when they retire? Not a lot, right? So imagine you live an extra 10, whatever. So I started to, to, to think about this a lot. So, and then I figured something out in decentralized finance that you couldn't do with any other asset class. So I said, all right, all right, they'll change the retirement age. They are changing the retirement age already. Uh, <laughs> um, they are changing. They, they're going to up the retirement age. And what does that mean? We got to work more years of our lives. We got to basically, if you wanted to retire, you can't mostly because what that up in retirement age does is only for you to get social security, which right now I did, I, I, I found the average, I think the average social security is like $1,700 a month, something like that. $1,800 a month. Think about that. Can you live off $1,800 a month? I don't know. I know I can't. Right. So, and that's everything, your rent, your food, who the hell could live off $1,800 a month? Right. So let's say we get less than that, which we will. All right. So now you're starting to see the problem, right? All right. And that's if you're just relying on social security. Some people, depending if you have a good job, you get a 401k. 401ks again, have issues. Like I, I posted something the other day, the creator of the 401k literally said, I created a monster. And he did because when I look at my dad's and I have, I had one too, I definitely but again, not financial advice. When you create a 401k, first of all, they're charging you a fee. That fee ends up leaving you with less than half of the money you should have when you retire. Most people don't know that. I, I didn't know it. I, I mean, I didn't, you can't even tell when you look at like your, your parents or whoever's retirement fund that that's what happened. I didn't know this till I read this book called Money Master the Game. When I see Raid, I, I mean, listened. I listened to the book Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. He broke it down. He's the one that really said, you could do this yourself. You do not need to pay these people half of the money of your retirement to do this. So when I saw that, I said, all right, I need to understand what he's talking about. So I went down. The, that rabbit hole and I figured it out and I took out my money and I started doing it myself. So that's one thing, but most people are not going to do that. Most people don't even know that that's a thing. So I said, all right, 
Most people don't know this. How could I create something that will help them and automate a lot of the process? And this is where I said, all right, the AI stuff, right? So AI, one, it can help them by answering their questions. Of course, tech support is expensive. If you have a business and you want to have people that you could call up anytime, you got to pay those people 24 hours a day or how many hours a, a month they got to be paid. So if you start a business right now where you got tech support, that's an expensive, you know, bill for any company. But with AI, it's much less expensive because you have this thing that you can ask it questions and it will answer your questions and you pay less than a penny per question as a business. So this is where, again, how can you create your own version of this, right? Like people have been hitting me up, like, how can I create for this industry? How can I create for that industry? My first question is to them is what's the problem you're solving and how are you solving it? Because AI is just a tool. Like I said, you have to be solving somebody's problem. So the problem I'm solving right now is a problem. Most people don't re realize they have, but once I make them realize it, it's a scary problem because it means that you have to work to the day you die. If you do not have some type of retirement plan, that's going to cover your life expenses until the day you die right now. Most of the retirement plans do not cover your life expenses until the day you die. Do the math, talk to whoever you had set it up. I'm not going to be a, a retirement person or specialist that, that, that people talk to. I'm creating this AI to do it, but I'm not trying to be a financial advisor. But if you have one or you have been sold this world, this, this future, you need to understand it. And I know for a fact, I ask, I ask everybody right now, I'm asking everybody I know that has one. Do you fully understand how it works? I haven't got a yes yet. Not one. So that's scary in itself. Then when I tell them what happened to my dad and how my dad had more things than they have, that's when people get scared. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Let me do a little bit more digging in my own situation. So if you don't got a 401k, if you don't have a, a, a pension, you're relying only on social security. And I just told you the average social security is like $1,700. So that's where now you're seeing the, the, the problem, right? So what did I figure out? I said, okay, what if people could invest with the same money they're using to pay their bills? I know that sounds crazy. It's like, that's not possible. So what I figured out is you can take Let's say you have a cell phone bill that's $120, $100 a month. Let's just say it's $100 a month. With decentralized finance, and this is what I teach people. With decentralized finance, you can put $110, $125 into your own bank. Yes, this is in the crypto world. So if you're scared of crypto, get over it. It's here to stay. You know, might as well jump in and start playing with it now, just like AI. You could put... $110, $125 into your own bank, your own crypto bank where you have it, you, you are in control of it. Another big thing, as we saw, I posted it, uh, Bank of America was literally going in people's bank accounts and taking money. That's literally impossible in the crypto world unless you do some dumb thing like give somebody your password or connect to a bad website and then you give access to people to take your money. So yeah, there's ways, but they're really only if you did something dumb, right? Okay. So we take this 110 or hundred, I'm going to say $125. You got a hundred dollar bill. You put $125 into your own bank. Now you borrow, you borrow a hundred dollars off of yourself. Everybody's like, why would you do that? If you have the hundred, why not just pay the hundred? Here's why. This is what all rich people do. Poor people, middle-class people have no clue this is happening. And this is why this bot will help people. By leveraging your money, you get to use it twice. All right, so check this out. You got that $125. You could have just paid the bill and stayed with $25, sure. But with decentralized finance, what you can do is you can borrow $100 off of that $125. That $100 pays your cell phone bill. Now you still got $125 to do something with. It's not just collateral that, you know, it's hold by a bank because with crypto, we can do 
things that never been possible before, you can start investing this $125. So what this bot will do is every month it will invest, depending on how much you put in, it will invest more for you. It can invest. I've, I've done it as high as if you put 25% more than the bill. So hundred dollars and you put in 125, I can invest almost $90 a month safely without having any problem with your loan. What that means is you will be investing $90 a month off your cell phone bill and the cell phone bill is being paid by only paying $25 more a month. That that's kind of like a great to me, low downside, great upside. Cause that $90 a month, every month for years and years and years, on top of that, you're investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum, two mainstays in the crypto world. By the time those things reach mass adoption, the prices and values of them should be a lot higher than they are today. So now you've been investing $90. That's just one bill. I got people doing this with thousands of dollars of bills, right? Right now, doing it right now. So with $90 a month, you are investing in these two assets that have the potential to grow very, very rapidly eventually, right? Right now, yeah, everything's down, but the whole world is down. So 90 a month of one bill. Now, how do you invest every day? That's the problem. How do you know when to invest, what to invest in? This is where the AI comes in, right? The AI will invest for you every day based on whatever settings we, we set. Um, right now we have specific settings, but Eventually I will set it so people can set their own or they just take the ones that we already have that are proven, um, through our user base. So right now, what, what I have so far, so, okay, that's why, what I'm building, why I'm building it. What do I have so far? And how does this, how did I get there? This is a big thing because if you want to create your own, you kind of got to understand how to do it. How did I get there? First part of what I did was. I found a process that I knew I could automate. So yes, I could have tried to do something else, but I knew I could automate the decentralized finance crypto world because it was literally created to be programmed. That's why these geniuses made, they made money that can be programmed that has no outside control by any government. So what does that mean? Anybody across the whole world is going to be able to retire their bills once I build this. So even people in poor countries that, that, you know, are making $2 a day and still paying bills again, I don't know how they pay their bills. We're going to, that's going to be part of our long-term journey to figure out everywhere in the world, how to connect bills to this system so they can be paid in America. It's much easier, right? So we, we already figuring out how to connect, like for you to pay your cell phone bill, your credit card bill, your car bill, your, your home loan, whatever it is. And like I said, I have people right now paying thousands, like one person is paying $4,000 a month in their bills and investing $3,000 a month. Right. So think about that, right? Like, and this person before my system was dollar cost averaging, investing $500 a month. That's amazing. Most people, that's amazing. If you can invest $500 a month, you're doing amazing. Most people cannot do that. This person now is spent investing $3,000 a month. That's six times more money. Do you not think that person is going to retire quicker than when she was investing 500? All right. So this is where this system now, the, the, the real struggle for me, and this is where I'm basically I'm building this in public. I want people to understand what it is, but it also helps me, right? Because literally everybody is a potential customer. If you want to retire and you have a bill that you pay every month, you are a potential customer. So what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to make sure that this is clear enough. I got to keep this. I got to keep working the message because I don't see a person in the world that doesn't need this. So now how do I make sure that it's so easy that people understand it? and can do it very easily. And that's the struggle. That's what I'm creating right now. That's called a user experience that I'm, I'm building out to, to have people test. And if you want to be one of the people that early testers, go to retireyourbills.com, put your email in there. Those people are going to be the first testers. 
And this is how you got to think about it. What is something that's programmable? I told you decentralized finance was programmable because the AI has to do something with programming. You can't do something like uh, print up t-shirts with an AI, right? Like that's not programmable, right? Maybe one day if you get a robot that, and I'm sure that will happen and maybe it's already happening. Yeah. You can get a machine that will, you know, program and make the shirts. Um, does it matter if the bill changes? Yeah. Because basically what you got to do is you just got to put more in or because basically what's happening is when you put money in it, it sends the money to wherever you pay your bills. So if you put a certain amount, the AI is going to send the same amount to where you pay your bills. So if the bill raised, you kind of got to either through the settings, change how much you're putting in and how much you're sending out, or you got to put a little bit more in to cover because basically what's happening is the money's landing in an account that's going to pay your bills. So if there's not enough money in that account, it won't pay the bill. So you got to make sure you're always putting in enough to have enough money in that bank to pay the bill. And these are all your own banks. You're not sending me money. We never touch your money. This is all within your own decentralized financed world, like your own wallet, your own ledger, whatever you choose to do it in, you do it. We don't touch your money, right? How we make money is we make small percentages of each transaction, like half a percent. That's the current business model. Um, like I said, most of the things people are doing right now, much higher percentages, like one, two percent. And that really, really kills your retirement with half a percent. Again, as we grow and grow and grow, that percent probably will even come down because we won't need as many people, right? With these retirement plan places, these are like Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan Chase, these people managing your, your money, they're making a lot of money. So that's what you're doing. You're paying their salaries based on that little percent. So, but when there's robots, there's less and less people that are needed, unfortunately. So there's more profit to be made if you could be cheaper and that's what's going to happen. Everything's going to start becoming cheaper. And that's how you got to think about it. If you're going to create something, you say, all right, what's a solution that right now is a big problem and how can it be solved through automation and AI? And then it becomes lower and lower fees. Anyone need retirement planning? Holla at me. <laughs> so we got somebody, we got a retirement planner in the, the building. Um, so yeah, basically what I'm seeing is, and even places like what, uh, they're, yeah, I mean, they're all, yeah, they're all making a lot of money. So what I said was, yeah, people, people are still going to do it. I, I know this, my, my thing, I don't need billions of people to do this. I only need a few thousand to be honest and the business will be good. But the truth is when I look at the stats of just America, I'm not even talking about the whole world because America is the richest country in the world. And most of us don't have retirement plans in place that are going to really be beneficial to us after we retire. So of course I'm starting America. I'm in America, but then when I think of the opportunity around the world, that's when it gets really insane. Right. But right now what I see is I'm building a UX. I have, uh, you know, people on the team, I build a team and I build a UX and people on the team where we're analyzing the UX to see if we believe the first version we're going to put out will help people, right? So the key though is once we put it in the hands of people, can they do it? What are their problems? And this is where, you know, I want people to one, understand why they're doing this, right? That's a big thing. When you're creating any kind of company, you have to, you have to have a problem and a solution, right? So for me, all this content I've been making is you, most people have a problem that they don't even realize which is this retirement thing. So I said, all right, I'm going to start giving them the, the understanding of the problem. So when you look at the content I'm putting out right now, a lot of it is educating people on the current system, the money system, the, the way the banks work, the way the financial system works, the way stocks, real estate, crypto works, right? Because these are the asset classes that most people are able to to buy. And the banks, everybody has their money in a bank right now. So th there's a lot about banks. Most people don't understand. So all of this is me educating people on the problem. So if you're going to create any idea, you kind of have to figure out how to find people with the problem. 
if you're just relying on advertising to build a business, that's not a good business because as soon as you, you, you stop advertising or you don't have enough to keep the advertising going, your business is out of business. You need to figure out a problem that once it's solved, people want to tell other people about. So again, if I figure out how to have you invest by just paying your bills, you're not going to tell your, your significant other, your kids, your grandmother, your parents that they could be doing this. Right. So that's kind of why I'm thinking it's, it's a viral opportunity of a problem. And I think that's the best type of problem to solve. If you can figure that out, not easy at all, but if you can figure that out, that's a good uh, type of business to start. And of course, because we're dealing with AI now, every problem is solvable. Literally every problem is solvable now because we have the tool that can help us solve it. Right? So where, where am I now? I'm basically, like I said, we're building the UX. Um, I'm using software, Adobe software. I'm sending it out to my team. Eventually I will have a, a little small external team that I'll bring in to, to see the UX before we code it up. Um, also the bot is running right now just for me. I'm, I'm using it to pay my bills and it's retiring. I mean, it's, um, uh, investing for me every day. So every morning it checks the market It invests based on how much money I put in. It pays my bill automatically. All of that is happening right now. Just for me though. Um, one reason is I'm willing to be the first person tested because if something breaks, I don't want anybody else bills not to be paid or something not to happen. Right. So of course, if you're an entrepreneur, you can't sell something that you're not willing to do yourself. Right. So I've been doing this by hand for a year and a half. Now I got the bot doing it. Right. So I'm doing it by hand on myself, but now I got the bot doing, um, some of my bills. Right. I'm of course, I'm not going to do everything. I'm testing it too. Once I get all my bills in there and all the partners and, 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 um, uh, team members have bills in there and we've tested it, then I'm going to bring it to the public. Of course, that's how you got to do it, right? You don't want to be the person that puts something out and then money disappears and people are looking at you. Even though this is another big reason I did decentralized finance. When you look at what's happened in the crypto space in the last year, right? In the last year, crypto has got a bad rap because people have been stealing money. How have they been stealing money though? They've been stealing money by hiding their transactions. So the reason why I'm doing this on the blockchain is because everybody's going to be able to see we're not touching your money. Your money's in your wallet at all times. You want to do whatever you want with your own money. You could do it. We're not able to do anything with your money. We can't go into your bank account and take your money. Like, like a bank can, a government can, nobody could do that on, on decentralized finance world. Nobody. So that's where we start to move away from the current system, right? The current system, there's a lot of stuff. And this is where like my content every day is really talking about a lot of that. But right now I won't get into everything, but right now the system is pretty much rigged against anybody who's not filthy rich. And if you even look at people that are filthy rich, look at what happened with Kanye. Kanye had, he said something that he shouldn't have said in the media and they stopped his bank account. That's pretty crazy. He's a billion. He was a billionaire when that happened. So to, for regular people, what, what does that mean for us? Right? So I look at all that and I'm saying, okay, this, this system needs to change. Of course, it's going to take a while, but there's things in place right now. Developers. Money in different ways than only the traditional ways. So now I have to come up with a way that says, why would you do this? even if you don't believe in crypto. And that's where I said, look, you have to pay bills every month. Why not try this? Your bill's getting paid. If your bill doesn't get paid, then stop using it. But that's literally, you're going to see on the blockchain that your bill is paid. So it's not, you know, and the money is there. You're going to be able to see all of it. It's not, there's nothing on an inside company that we hide. And also only, you know, your wallet address, you know, not like, the whole world is going to be able to see every transaction you have. Nobody knows your wallet address. Even us, we're not going to keep the wallet addresses. It's just the blockchain. Just, that's how blockchains work. They basically do stuff. And if people want to know it, they know it. And if 
you want to give your address to somebody, then they can see it. But if you don't give your wallet address to anybody, nobody can see it. But it's on the blockchain for you. That's the transparency for you. Us as a business, yeah, we will want to have a lot of our stuff on the blockchain so people can see. Because of course we're gonna we're gonna get fees for doing this, and we want to we want to show what we're doing with the money. We're gonna try to do um, different things. I won't say everything right now because again it's very early, but we want to have it as transparent as possible, right? And these are all fees based on our work we're doing. So it's not like um, we're taking investor funds and doing anything with it. Like what banks do, actually banks do this right now. You don't even know it. You, most people don't know it. You put your money in the bank, they lend it out immediately. And then they give you part of that interest, very small part of it. So they're using customer funds to make more money. We're not going to do that. You use your own funds to make your money. We just get paid for a service. Software as a service is called, is called SaaS, S-A-A-S, software as a service, right? So that's our business model. All right. So what's next? Of course, we've been talking to potential investors, mostly accredited investors, which is another big problem I have with AI. It's not fair that only super rich people can invest in this technology because this technology is going to disrupt so many jobs that it's pretty unfair that regular people can't invest because if I'm a person that this job is going to, that's going to take my job, why can't I invest in the thing that at least is going to take my job? So when it makes money, I make some money off of that. But right now that's not how the system works. And if you look at stuff like open AI, who were the investors? Elon Musk, you know, people with billions and billions of dollars. They're the ones that are going to own this. And guess what their terms are? They can, they can make up to a hundred X return on their money. I don't know about you, but there's very little things you can invest in and get a hundred X return. Yeah. Crypto in certain scenarios you could, but it's rare. It's very rare, right? So these ultra rich people are already able to take the, the game changing technology own it and profit from it. And we will only be able to use it. I don't like that. And I'm working on ways of that not being the case for what I'm building. That's another big thing. Regular people need to build more products because if the rich are the only ones building these products, the divide could get more, more and more like huge because what's happening now, right? The rich have been getting richer for a long time, but now if the job starts shrinking and the rich are the only ones investing in the things that are doing those jobs, they're profiting ridiculously. And the people who can't are going down and down and down. That's, that's a scary situation. And already open AI is testing universal basic income. So if you don't know what that means, Universal basic income is the government gives you a certain amount of money every month because they know most people can't cover their bills. So OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, the, the thing that's going around crazy all around the internet, they are already doing the biggest UBI, universal basic income test in history right now because they realize what they're about to put out into the world is going to, to screw things up. So why, why are they limiting the money that investors can make is because they want to use the money they make for UBI. But again, there's seven, 8 billion people in the world. If you're giving everybody even $1,000, that is a lot of money a month. It's like trillions of dollars a month. And that's just a thousand. So if we are going to wait for UBI, one of my worries is the number is so low that you can't live on the same like social security. Like, like I said, the social security average is like $1,700. Like you can't live off that. So as an old person, you're not getting a job. So you got to live off that $1,700. Now what happens if you're 27 and there's no job for you? And the government's like, don't worry, I'm giving you $1,700 or not even 500. What are you going to do? This is my worry. And again, it's, it, I don't want to be alarmist, but an alarmist, but it's pretty scary to think about 
how it's been happening already. The reason why I started making content around this is because it was happening five years ago. I was watching it happen. I, I work in startup. Like I told you, with Metabronx, we interview startups. And I started working with another accelerator program. And we've been interviewing startups for years. I've been interviewing startups for investors. I do what's called due diligence. I take the startup in. I look at their technology. I look at their business. I look at their problem. I look at their solution. And then I give my opinion for investors. And almost all of those startups for, for years, they've all been figuring out ways to create less jobs in that industry. So what I'm seeing is I'm like, these people are going to raise money. Somebody's going to do it. And when they do it, it's going to be less jobs in that industry, every single industry, right? So there's going to have to be something else comes along, but while we wait for whatever else comes along, what does that mean for you and your family and your bills every month? Right? So right now, what I, what I'm really trying to get people to do is as much as possible while you're paying your bills, be investing. So when everything grows and grows and grows, you have a nest egg to retire. And again, you're going to be paying bills to the day you die. So imagine continuing to do this until the day you die. Now you leave your family to cover their bills too, right? Cause that's a big thing, right? Life insurance, you, you, you die, you leave your, your, your kids X amount of money. They get taxed, whatever it is, right? They waste it. And then they got to go back to work and figure it out. Right. And this is where like the way the system works is just so rigged against people in the lower and middle class that I'm like, Crypto was created to solve that. How can a person like me who knows crypto, knows code, knows business, how could I use all those skills to help regular people benefit from that, right? So right now I'm getting people signing up. I got a bunch of people signing up on retireyourbills.com. So those will be in order of who signs up. They're going to be the first people who we give the test to. Um, and also if you want to start signing, um, setting up your, um, your crypto bank right now. I have a free video there that teaches you how to do it. I got videos all over. I got emails that you will start to get emails once you sign up, teaching you step-by-step how to sign up, how to create your own crypto bank and how to use it. Um, my thing is this information has to get out. I put it out for free. I have a paid area because people want one-on-one -on -one and I can't do one-on-one -on -one for a bunch of people. So eventually I'm going to have people that jump on those calls right now. I can do it because I'm trying to build this product. But once I'm dealing with other stuff, somebody else will be taking that call. So it has to cost money. I can't just ask people to do it for free. So right now I'll retire your bills. is kind of a course environment to teach people how to do this themselves. Cause at the end of the day, you don't have to use this bot. You could do this by hand. I've been doing it for a year and a half by hand. It's not even that hard, but yes, I don't want to do it. Even me. So I'm, I'm building a robot to do it for me and I already have the robot doing it now, making it work for me and work for a thousand people, a hundred thousand people. That's a major jump in work. And that's where the time takes time and money it takes time and money to build that. So till I have the money is going to take even longer. I'm building it with my own money right now. So it's going to take longer. Eventually I'm talking to investors. Like I said, investors will give me money. So I can build it faster because I can bring more people onto the team, right? And we can build it faster. The big worry though is this is why I did the class right now. The deals are right now. We're going into recession. Thousands of jobs are being, uh, people are being fired left and right, right now. When all those people end up being fired, the recession hits, all these prices will come down. When we get out of this, whenever we get out of it, all those prices will come up. So imagine being a person that had been investing every month, still paying your bills throughout this recession. And then the recession ends and all the prices grow back up and all that money that you've been investing grows. I did a calculation. If you go to retireyourbills.com, if we would have been doing this for the last five years, last year, when the market was high, you would have had 46 years of your bills. So, and again, you could, you could do this math yourself. I put the math all there. Basically, if you would have just took one bill that was about $200 a month and you would have been doing this system and you bought just Ethereum and Bitcoin, you would have had 46 years of your bills last year. Yeah, the market dropped, dropped crazy, right? Right now, still, if you would have done that 
you would have did that system, you would have almost 12 years of your bills saved right now. How does that change your life? If you have 12 years of your current bills, would you change your job? Would you think, you know, maybe I got time to change my whole career, right? With 12 years of your bills. So imagine that's just doing it for five years. Imagine taking a bill. Like I've been paying a cell phone and Netflix for like 20, 30 years almost, right? I mean, at least cell phone, almost 30 years, Netflix, at least 20 years. So there's bills that we are going to be paying. Those are just like a cell phone. You're definitely going to pay for the, the day you die. Maybe not Netflix. Maybe you don't need Netflix when you're 90, right? But you definitely need a cell phone, right? So if you, if you look at the bills that you're always going to need and you can figure out how to create an investment as long as at the same time as paying them, I think that's a good thing to do. And I think that's why you're going to want to use my app. Um, so yeah, right now, basically what I'm doing is I'm, I'm talking to people about it. I'm creating content around it, I'm building it, I'm using it. Um, and for people that are trying to do the same around whatever it is they're doing, my advice is you don't automatically need a developer for everything, right? You got to get into these systems and the more you understand the system, the better you can talk to a developer about what you want. Because when you use ChatGPT, for instance, I don't want to give away people's ideas, whatever. I, all right. So somebody came to me with an, uh, with an industry and they were like, how could I use AI for this industry? So I said, all right, so two big things you got to think about. What's the data that powers the AI? Because an AI is nothing without data, right? So it needs to know how to answer the questions or it needs to learn from something. If you show an AI that's never been shown a dog, a dog, it doesn't know it's a dog. You have to tell it, this is a dog. Every time you see this, this is a dog. But if you've never seen the dog, it won't know, right? So you have to give it information. Then you have to figure out what it's going to do with that information to solve the problem. So you could do this by hand. You could take the information, go to ChatGPT yourself, put the questions, put your own questions, see the answers, and understand that. And then what you would do is you create an interface where people could do that without having to go to ChatGPT. Yes, there's a, there's a possibility that people just go there without using your thing. That's where you need extra pieces around it. And for me, I, I had the automation of the retire your bills by paying your bills, right? So ChatGPT, you can't just go to ChatGPT and say, can you do this for me? It's not going to do that yet. Possible one day, but till then I'm building it. Um, so really the idea of anyone can use this AI stuff to build a business. And let's say we're not even talking about tech. I have another friend that's starting a, a clothing line. They're using Midjourney to help them with, with concepts, right? If you're a person that feels like I have ideas, but I can't draw, I, I'm not a creative person. I can't write. Now the tools are there for you. Go into Midjourney, go into Stable Diffusion, go into ChatGBT. They will help you write better. They will help you see your ideas because all you have to do is type in, what will a sneaker that um, has red in the front but looks a little bit futuristic, maybe looks like this car a little bit merged with this um, box that I see, and then it, it will create a bunch of versions of them for you. You could be like, oh, I really like that one. That's the one I want to make. All right, now you find find somebody, a producer to make that for you. But now you have the tools as before, you may have felt like there was a limit because you didn't have the creative power to get it to the point where you could show it to someone. Now that's what AI is literally chopping out. Everybody has the power to just create the, the, the MVP, minimum viable product. Basically, you just want to create one that works for some somebody. Like for instance, I made the bot work for me. That's my MVP for myself. Now I need an MVP for the world. So now I got to say, okay, the world's not like me. They can't code. They can't do this. They can't do that. What can I do to make it so they can do this? So they can pay a bill with my system, right? So for you, it's the same thing. You start with yourself, then you start with, the, then you get to the customer. Um, and Literally, it's never been a better time. Never, ever, ever. I always say that and it always gets better, right? Like, but now this is an insane time with this AI stuff, insane. Like you could do anything.
anything. Like it, it's really just about the time you take learning these tools. These tools are all about the questions that you ask. If you know how to ask the right questions, you could do anything, right? If you're asking it, you know, why, you know, what Michael Jordan's score was in 2000, whatever, right? That's one thing. But like, even for me, when I started talking to investors, I was a little bit rusty on the best thing to do in my specific situation. So I went to ChatGPT and I asked it to look at some contracts. Then I asked it a question based on my specific situation and what I want to do. And it answers me, right? Before I would have needed a lawyer. I would have needed to Google something and research it for maybe a few hours, read a bunch of articles. In seconds, I had my answer and it gave me my path. And, and again, that was a very high level question though. Most founders probably don't even ask that question because they don't know to ask it. The only reason I know to ask it is I run an accelerator. So I've seen this happen to startups. So I, I want to make sure it doesn't happen to us. So I asked, and of course it knew, this is not a new problem. It was a problem that's been around. So it answered me. I don't want to say the exact problem. Only my investors will know that. Um, but yeah, I think it really is a huge opportunity that everybody should be playing with. Literally look for solutions in your environment and say, how can I, how can I bring AI to this problem? And then start trying to do it with the current versions of AI yourself. Again, that's how I did it. I by hand did what I'm doing right now as an automation and an AI myself for a year and a half. Reason I took that long is because it was money. And I didn't want to even talk to people about it until I, I proved that it was working in an up market and a down market. Last year, it was an up market. So I was like, yeah, you know, of course it works right now. Anything will work right now. Let's see it work in a down market. And once I saw it work and the people I was coaching, it was working for them too. Then I felt comfortable. Again, I always knew I was going to be able to automate. I just didn't want to, till I proved the idea. Right. So I proved it with enough people. Now I'm built. I built it. So same for you, any person with any idea, again, DM me. I'm, I'm definitely up to like, give you advice. My, and again, I have an accelerator program where we actually help people for free to do this, um, to raise money for their ideas. Again, why problems need to be solved. And uh, the sad truth is people from communities like I grew up in their problems don't get solved by the tech industry. They, they don't. Why? Because it's not a lot of money. They don't see a lot of money in it, but there's a lot of people. So for instance, me, I look at this and I'm saying, if I solve the retirement issue for poor people, that's a lot of money. JP Morgan Chase and these people don't care about us because they don't think we could pay the monthly and whatever it is. Right. But if we can through decentralized finance, even make a penny here, penny there, as we help people retire, it's a lot of pennies billions of people and there's only 1% that's rich, right? So I'll take it. And again, worst case scenario, I'll use it and my investors will use it. If it doesn't work for the public, it will just work for our internal circle that uses it. And again, the rich will get richer. My real struggle is how can I make it first educate people enough to understand that they need this. That's the worst part of all of this. I could show you the best thing in the world, but if you're not educated enough to understand that you need it, it ain't going to work. So if I don't educate people on the fact that right now their retirement system setup is not going to cover their bills for the rest of their life. I haven't seen one person yet. And I have rich people in my, in my circle and nobody, not one. Once you retire, the money you make shrinks unless you've invested in enough assets to cover that cost. But most people, while they're working, their cost basis is much higher. And once they retire and they don't have the income that they used to having, unless they've created a bunch of channels that cover that income. And most people don't. Most people, there's no way to, you know, there is a way, but it's very hard. Only very, very few people do it. So how can we do it just by paying our bills? You will see. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think um, this is a good place to, to end it. But I think... Two things to remind everybody, if you want, for my birthday, msw44retireyourbills.com, go through the process, 44% off my pre-sale of the course and community, 
um, Sunday.hiphop. Um, if you're in the Bronx area and you want to come by, let me know. We're, we're launching .hiphop partners for the TLD.hiphop. And of course, there'll be content around that as well. And of course, if you are a startup, if any of this was beneficial to you and you want to create your own startup, apply to metabronx.com. And if you're just a regular person that wants to see all this work, donate to metabronx.com. All right. So thank you and have a good weekend. Bye.